One of our primary drives, one of the most essential spiritual hungers, is for a sense of belonging. We want to feel comfortable in our own skins and know that somehow our life fits in the scheme of things. We, for this reason, we form affiliations and draw connections with people that we think are like us in some way or another, whether it's clubs or churches or political parties or um, groups that talk about a, a television show that they all watch or uh, read a series of books together or um, that you work with. The way the world is today, it encourages us at every turn to invest our time and energy and spirit and precious self in attaching to things, including all those labels. But those are not our identity. No matter how we describe ourselves, if we ask someone who they are, they will likely tell us their name, maybe what they do. But the place where we belong and have a natural sense of belonging is beyond all of that naming. If we take all of those labels away, there's a place that we can belong with ourselves. When we attach from those attachments, we begin to define not only things like us, but things that are not like us. And at that level of thinking, we're forever running into things, running against things that we crash against, clang with. There's a cacophony of dissonance in the world if we listen for that, if we're looking for the differences, if we're defining our lives by the things that we are or are not in external references. We're just as attached to the divisions and distinctions that we create as we are to the affinities and connections that we form. And that's the place from which, unless we are not very attentive and cautious, that's the place from which we make those distinctions that begin to make somebody else other. And if you've been around Unitarian Universalist circles long enough, we, you know, in, in a lot of different ways, in a lot of different places, discussed that it's dehumanizing the other that allows people to do horrendous things. Feeling that they are not the same, they are not of the same value. And all of this defining and sorting and categorizing does not at all serve to bring us to the deep belonging we're actually pursuing throughout our lives. Even if we don't realize it or acknowledge it, 
the only place we can ever truly find and feel the belonging for which we that's that's there is kind of by coming home to ourselves the part of us that we can't even own it just is there it's a natural thing it's a unique thing it's something that is yours and no one else's just like instruments in a symphony each have their part when we settle into the place that is ours the harmony and resonance sets up around us. The cacophony settles. As we settle into our very own being, we discover the wonder. That's a pretty safe bet that most of you here today um, support pretty strongly the idea of the separation of church and state. And, and that it's also a pretty safe bet that you understand that to be part of what our national found, founding fathers wrote into the Constitution of the United States. Generally speaking, it is those who self-identify as liberals or moderates uh, who think that that's a really critical, essential issue on that side of the issue. I'm sure, too, that you're aware that uh, there are those who have different feelings about that whether the wording of the Constitution does actually say that. And there are those who believe this is absolutely intended to be a God-fearing Christian nation. Um, I don't have numbers on either of those. I can't tell you what percentages, but I think they probably move some, shift some. Now, pretty obviously, Unitarian Universalism is in the minority as a, as a religious tradition in this country, in any country. Maybe not in every state. But <laughs> um, the last numbers I've read about that indicate that they're like three out of every 1,000 who are Unitarian, so that's 0.3%, or 0.3, doing it backwards. Uh, so I'd like us to do a little exercise. We're going to... Well, let's turn things upside down just for a minute, okay? Stand things on their head. Let's pretend that Unitarians were the majority. 
Okay, we are the ones that there are the biggest numbers on. And let's pretend that our federal laws actually called for a state religion and maybe some interference into personal rights. Okay? Try to get this going. Okay. Let's also pretend that what I'll call conservatives, and I don't mean that uh, to be derogatory about, uh, about reasonable people. I'm just using it as a term of convenience right now. Okay. Let's also pretend that conservatives of a particular ilk were a very small minority, say 0.3%. This minority was insisting that we honor the laws of the land and intentions of our founders, the principles upon which a nation had been shaped. But we, with our majority view that our government should not interfere with the free exercise of religion, think there's a sort of, a sort of a way we can interpret things to support our view. After all, even Jesus said, render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's and unto God the things that are God's. Furthermore, we think it would be a good idea to undo any foundational principles that had been true for hundreds of years to change the rules to reflect what is clearly the position of the larger number of Americans. Would you be willing or able to set your personal convictions aside to honor other interpretations of the law. What the law had always been. Could you be a voice for the voiceless under those kinds of circumstances? Now, a, a week or so ago, uh, maybe last week, maybe the week before, in our Sunday morning class, I just kind of threw out the question, how many would be willing to die for the right uh, uh, to worship as you see fit, separation of church and state? And to that, pretty much there was silence. I don't remember anyone saying yes. But people have. And rights can be taken away. The way that they get defended is by learning to engage in the dialogue. And we can't do that if we can't understand the other side. Stand things on their head. Imagine being in the other guy's shoes. 